Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slim Cogcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and I just want to let you know that the game that I've been playing, yeah, we jumping right into it, yup. The game I've been playing for the past few days, all week, on the stream, y'all need to be dropping into the stream, yo. It's been crazy. The people been loving it. Disco Elysium, holy shit. But First, let me tell you about what I've been watching, and I ain't been watching shit, all right? I ain't been watching nothing, okay? I have picked up, I've, I've increased the stream times. We stream every day, except for maybe two days out of the week, which is likely to be Mondays because that's podcast day. It takes a lot of editing and putting together for a one-man show, and there is just not as much good stuff going around so i'd have to dig through the backlog and find something good to start watching but honestly i guess i'll just keep up with my hero academia until either chainsaw man drops or jojo part six so no regrets on it don't give a fuck let's go now here's the thing y'all oh my god bro disco elysium got me hoit like, I'm playing in my off time, and I'm just, you know what I'm saying, to, to play with, not play with myself, hold up, not what I meant. I meant to say, what we, what I have been playing in the off time when I'm not streaming is Control. And Control is a game that's so devoid of art style, it makes it feel just as monotonous as the office space and workplace that it is either critiquing or making a satire of and i don't think that was intentional but that's exactly the note that they hit and i'm hoping that it gets better i keep going because the upgrades make the game a little more fun just a little bit but i get tired of it literally like maybe five ten minutes after maybe no i'd say i get tired of using the new powers maybe 45 minutes after getting it so It'd be nice, you know what I mean? It'd be nice, it'd be nice if it actually got good. But anyways, we'll see what happens. Now, the other game that I've been playing, of course, on the stream is the goddamn good-ass game, Disco Elysium. Oh my God, I love this game, bro. It's so good, y'all don't even understand, bro. It's, it's like the writing is on another level of consistent, in-depth, descriptive prowess it's so good at making you feel either uncomfortable or well informed it's just so good i can't get enough of it and we've done so much everything on the stream has been uh, building up to this moment we like oh just yesterday okay which is technically today because i haven't slept yet but just yesterday we were streaming that stream went almost nine hours y'all and we set up and found out so much about the investigation we questioned so many people and everything's just been coming to light and so many things have been realized to the point that i am losing my mind at how much fun i'm having here like you would literally it it, it takes like the difference between you loving a character and hating their guts or vice versa, starting off hating them and then understanding them through empathy and loving those characters and those people in that city, in that town, is literally the difference between those two feelings. That that huge extremes of those two like binary extremes is just like one or two conversations. Like you would talk to this person, you hate them, you can't stand them, their personality sucks, all of it. But then one or two conversations later, either with that person or with another person who knows them or in somewhat relation to them or association, 
and you'll immediately make a 180. It's so good the way they wrote this. You never know what's coming next. And that's what I love. That's what I long for in media, okay? Because I grew up when media and all animation was at its biggest boom in history, okay? There was no bigger boom in animation and media production than the, than the late 80s and the entire decade of the 90s. There was cartoons coming out left and right. Anime finally hit the US and now it's become what it is today. And these tropes are tired. These tropes are, I'm sick of them. And sometimes I can literally let a lot of them slide, but all of them can't be slid. You understand me? I know I made perfect sense when I said that, so go ahead, rewind it so you can understand. I mean that if it ain't unique, then I don't want to digest it. I just don't, okay? Is this how it is with Shonen? I don't want to pick up Black Clover. Because it ain't nothing but him going through this long journey of different shit back and forth until he grows into the overpowered character that he should not be. Same thing with Naruto. Same thing with Goku. Same thing with all of them. Freaking Bleach. That's what Shonens do. But when I found Hunter x Hunter, when I found Hunter, Hunter Cross Hunter, as some people say, or when I found Jojo... And it reinvented, it reinvented the shonen, fucking everything. Oh, oh, yes, yes, please shove it down my throat. Let me swallow that pill, and I would feel better, bro. This is why I've been enjoying Mob Psycho 100, and I have to say, I'm sad that My Hero Academia is becoming that very same thing, and I'm getting fatigued with it. I'm like, all right, bro, I know you love your friends. Okay, bro, we, we understand you love humanity. Okay, we know you want to be a hero. You want to be number one. You want to be the best. Like, we get it. Do, do, do. You want to be the best. I understand. But just, 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 just please give me something unique. Please give me something fresh. I'm enjoying Tokoyami more than the other characters. Because my boy been out there grinding and working with Hoksu. Doing things, you feel me? And everybody up in the manga, you know what I'm saying? They know shit that's coming that I don't, and I don't really like that, but whatever. So I don't, we don't talk to those people. We let them die slowly and alone. But anyway, back on topic. Fuck it. Anyway, bro, Disco Elysium is an amazing game. And if you really enjoy well-written literature and um, astounding atmospheric games, RPGs, Choose your own adventure. Be whatever you want to be. You could be a hardball cop that solves the case using logic, rhetoric, and straight up just intellect. Or you could just be going around punching shit and just be nothing but brawn and 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 muscle and and just get down to things without thinking about it twice. And hopped up on drugs and walking around the entire investigation and just just draws like. It doesn't matter. You choose to do what you want. You could be a supernatural cop and talk to mailboxes and speak to inanimate objects. And the city would tell you things that you're not supposed to know, but you do end up realizing it and using it in the investigation. And the people around you would think that you're insane. But it turns out that the results you produce is a successful case. And it's an amazing work of art. Good ass game. I can't get enough of it. So anyway, moving on. I've told you what I feel about control, and it feels boring thus far, but still, it's it's kind of interesting with the gunplay, but it's boring, though. I'm playing it on the hard mode, and it ain't that hard. Um, yeah, so, anywho's, 
Let's jump into the news. I didn't know I was going to get through everything that fast, but here we are. All right, so first thing on the docket is Activision Blizzard lawsuit alleges discrimination, sexual harassment, and frat boy culture. Bruh, Activision Blizzard, these accusations that have been coming across, I'm sure you've seen the news all throughout the week. I, I, I just want to say, if these allegations are true, then they're pieces of shit and this shit needs to be rectified. But... And I mean, this is a mighty butt. This is a big, jiggly, juicy, thick butt. If these accusations are false and just trumped up, then whoever started that mess in that company, they need to promptly be hit with the long stick of the law. And maybe even unemployment because I don't, I, I, I can't get down with that thought. Like this thing, this thing that they're presenting, I can't imagine like everybody's adopting the things that these allegations is being put forward. But I cannot imagine the idea that these people literally do these asinine things in this huge fucking billion dollar, billion, billion dollar company. I don't even know how much they're worth or what their stock is. I should go look it up, but it ain't relevant right now. This company is too big. For to be talking about that this type of shit goes on, I can't believe it. That makes no sense to me. I can see it happening in private, but not just out in the open doing this in, in the most disrespectful. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to tell you what I mean. Okay, so basically, there were female employees working for the World of Warcraft team noted that male employees and supervisors would hit on them and make derogatory comments about rape and otherwise engage in demeaning behavior saying that they groping inebriated female employees at company events and was known for making hiring decisions based on female applicants looks like bro okay number one that's every company for the last part but number two if they're sitting out there doing all that other shit though like the groping and stuff that's disgusting bro like, relax. Like, how are they this comfortable with doing this type of shit at a company this big? That doesn't add up to me. It doesn't make sense. And to consider that Jeff Kaplan, not Bezos, considering that Jeff Kaplan just up and left Blizzard, I feel like he saw the writing on the wall and knew what the fuck he needed to do to get the hell out of there. So, I don't know. It's kind of fishy, but still. Bro. A newly promoted male supervisor delegated his responsibility to his now female subordinates in favor of playing Call of Duty, said the parties involved were unable to resolve the administrative complaints on behalf of the plaintiffs. The DFEH is requesting damages, unpaid wages and compensation for an amount to be determined by a jury trial. Bro. Are you telling me these people sitting up on the clock playing Call of Duty and was like, yeah, go away smelly girls. This is dude time. Like, bro, I I can't really, I, I can't up and believe this off the bat. It sounds like a terrible fucking scene from a Disney original movie in 2004. I'm not buying this shit. So... Until we see some better things come to light, because they were saying they uh, they also allegedly said that their behavior in this company drove one of their co-workers to suicide. 
And I feel like if that's the case, then damn, throw the book at these assholes for t causing such a thing. But if that's not the case, then these people should feel like trash. They should feel terrible for drawing in a person's mental health and the result of such not being neglected as a means to smear and ruin the reputation of not only the entire company, but these people that work there. Even I don't even bro. This could go either way. And until things are properly stated, because as of right now, there's another article around saying that the the DFEH did not conduct their investigation of these allegations properly and did not include them in the investigation to find out what was going on with context. So what the fuck? <laughs> I, we need to know some truth before we jump on into this. I, I just don't get down with it. I need to know the full story. I don't support everything I hear just because it's a sob story because you never know what's really going on. Sob stories come with manipulations too. Con artists use sob stories like it ain't nothing. That's their bread and butter. So I'm always worried about shit like this. Always, always. And I am here for whatever comes out about as long as it's the right thing. Okay? As long as it's justice. Alright? Now, moving on. Next on the docket. At Game Debate, turn up, y'all. Because during the EA Showcase this past week, Fucking Dead Space Remake was announced and it will stay true to the original. Early comparison show graphic updates. Please look at this video comparing the graphics from the original Dead Space to this remake. Boy, boy, it's supposed to be done in the Frostbite engine and the lighting is so damn good. It looks like we're going to be spooked out of our draws once again in this new generation of consoles. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I have to actively work to keep my shit together because I am way too excited about this and this is good shit and I can't wait to see what comes of it. I can't, I don't know what else to say. I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Next, over on kitguru.net, EVGA is replacing failing RTX 3090 cards following new world issue. So there's been a problem with this new MMO that dropped. There's like an open beta for people that's been going around playing it. The keys have been released and people won't shut up about it and won't stop playing it. I see it all over the Twitch. I see it in my friends list in the discords. I see it in my friends list in the Steam. Everybody's playing a new world right now. And the thing about a new world is that they had problems where you could be in the menus and the UI would max out your graphics cards. Even if it was, if, if it was a 3090, it would max it out and it'd be running at 100% just to draw a menu. And it was a terrible bug that was wearing out people's cards and blowing them the fuck up. So EVGA is replacing them after they have failed them. And it turns out that people were directing fire toward EVGA for the problem, but it's not the hardware. It was the game itself having some type of issue with being in the menus and they limited the frame rate while you're in the menus. Now, this is a basic thing that I feel like they shouldn't have overlooked, but you know, it's made by humans and shit happens. So people have been have to wait now for their for their cars to be replaced by EVGA. Uh, pretty sure that that is the right move to do, and I'm glad to see that they're all rectifying their problems. Since then, a new world has been patched to fix the issue, and everything is looking 
it's looking up so let's see what happens from there we'll report back but another thing i want to report back though next thing on the docket valve says it hasn't found a game steam deck can't handle so the thing about the steam deck we went down the full lowdown of the specs and the hardware and the thing about the hardware and the steam deck that makes it so good is the fact that the processor and gpu in this thing is not only miles better than nintendo switch but also this much power behind the handheld without the need to output video at higher than 1080p it doesn't even have to go up to 1080p because the screen is not a full size television or monitor it's a handheld so that saves on so much performance you get way more overhead to do so much more and they're giving us a new front end um that's you know to replace the steam uh what's it called big picture and it's going to be the Steam Deck UI, which is basically the Steam OS that the entire handheld will be running off of. So Steam OS is going to come with some new things, not only for its handheld, but also for its PC users. And that's great. And I can't wait. And I want to see what Nintendo will answer with. They got it, bro. This is like this is like a hip check to see if Nintendo's keeping that balance, bro. This is this is like. A gut check to see if they're keeping the the the, the composure. This is something delicious here. Nintendo has to jump higher in order to keep up, and I can't wait because all of these components, although very powerful, is affordable considering making a console a handheld console. So it's like you're not gonna lose out, and the power you're getting, especially out of the CPU. But let, let, shout out to Ryzen. First and foremost, we got to give Ryzen their flowers. They've been killing it. Intel can't breathe. And they've literally kicked their ass thoroughly, bro. It's over with for Intel, and I don't feel bad for them. Anyway. Yeah, so basically this whole article is just reporting to the fact that the only thing that will hold it back, um, being that it is a, what was it, a 30 hertz screen, I think? Yeah, but it's an 800p display running at 30 hertz, running at at least 30 hertz. So that lower resolution scales down all the games, meaning they're going to run smoother. That Some of those games might run smoother than they have on certain PC systems. So who knows? But at the same time, I don't like the fact that they're showing this game uh, playing freaking Stardew Valley in the article itself. We need some actual... Uh, examples now this is just an article so it's, it could be for sensationalism they still want to move units we don't even know if this is the actual factual truth but i tell you what we do know when these videos get to dropping and your favorite tech channels if you don't have any tech channels that you sub to you need to get you some because they will get the hardware they will test it out and they will compare the performance to either low to mid or high range pcs and including the nintendo switch so who can't wait? I can't wait. And we'll see then, all right? Time will always tell. In the meantime, next on the docket, KidGuru.net once again, letting us follow up on the Netflix thing we reported on last week, saying that Netflix had some things um, that a data miner came to find out that they were going to be selling games on Netflix. And it seems that game streaming is going to be the thing. So there's an update that officially said that Netflix will not charge users extra for game streaming 
which is debatable since they just raised the price of Netflix like not too long ago. So I guess you're paying for it already ahead of time and then they just keep it that price while they add the new big feature. But who knows that they won't raise it in the future. Let's hope not, but we'll see. I, as, as far as I've heard, streets say that Netflix is for the boomers now. There's nothing really great on it. And since every other like company has made their own streaming app and platform of their own, all the good stuff is gone aside from the Netflix original. So what you're going to do? But hey, it is what it is. And lastly, on the docket, something that I'm going to rant about. Get ready, y'all, because if you ain't ready, you about to be ready. I'm about to rant real good about this Wired.com article right here saying that immortality should be an option in every video game. Now, see, this is just stupid. And the subtitle says the best part of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is one very specific difficulty setting. Somebody slapped the shit out of this author. Okay, somebody needs to help this man get him, get bro, somebody get him out of here. Something wrong with him, okay? Because let me tell you how shit this article is first. The article starts off talking about the deaths of people with COVID 19 and vaccination rates. Why the fuck is an article about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? is grabbing the user's attention, the, the, the reader's attention with COVID-19 mortality rates and vaccinations. No one gives a fuck, bro. That's trash and a very weak way to catch the reader's attention, first of all. Just being real with you. Second, they go on to say, and I summarize like this, maybe even paraphrase, but I summarize like this. There is a feature in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart where you can just turn it on and be immortal throughout the game and not take any damage whatsoever and complete the game on ultra easy mode. Now, here's the thing. There was already easy modes that you can choose in video games, okay? Now, Ratchet and Clank in particular, I don't remember them having difficulties that you can choose. But now it's getting out of hand. And the fact that he's sitting here claiming that it needs to be in every video game is just downright asinine. And if you need it in every video game, I think that's about time you should stop playing video games. Go try gardening. Go try, you know, your hands at culinary arts. Go and give a hand at, I don't know, graphic design, photography. Go try and do something else, anything else. But video games are not for you, player, and phase yourself out instead of trying to force everybody else to go with your own inhibitions. This is trash, okay? There are games that are literally built around the difficulty. And no, I don't have to mention Dark Souls because that's only the tip of the iceberg. There's many other games that's built around that. B games built around mastery and improvement and becoming the best form of what you can achieve. That's what games actually enforce and originally used to enforce as the fundamental baseline thing even though there's not a thing anymore because now the casuals are here and they're welcome and i, I applaud that they're, they're it's fine that they're there but just because you cannot beat the game does not mean it needs to have an invincibility god mode setting that's not it it never will be it and should not be it okay the only thing that keeps you from beating a game if it's too hard is that you stop fucking playing that's and and since I chose not to mention Dark Souls, I'll bring it up right now just to say hell. The whole point of the game is you only lose when you give the fuck up. 
Just keep trying it. You'll never know what could happen. You might end up... You'll never know what could happen. The Souls game is built and engineered so you could communicate with other people who play these same games and they can co-op with you and help you kill any boss or level that you're stuck on. That's the whole pivotal point of the goddamn game. If it had an invincibility setting, there would be no need to use more than 40% of all of the mechanics in the fucking game. So no, yeah, this shit pisses me off. It's trash and it should never be uttered by anyone ever again. And they should probably just, nah, we, let's not get violent. But damn, get the fuck out, bro. That ain't it. So I'm just gonna, let me calm down now while I'm, while we, you know, it's the fall in action. We've hit the climax already. So let me just go ahead and mellow out and then just let y'all know that this has been another successful episode of the podcast. Please go ahead and check us out on Twitch. We've been streaming Disco Elysium. Like I said earlier, it's been amazing. And this is the official announcement right here. You heard it first that next month, all of August is going to be month of Metroid, which is every last 2D Metroid game every day back to back starting with the first not playing any not playing the nes or the game boy color originals i'm sorry some games just don't age well i've replayed the original of both of those games i've beaten them both they don't hold up and who in the fuck would do it if you're not speed running no 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 one would just willingly play that game it's not happening so anyway like I was saying, we're going through every 2D Metroid from Zero Mission. Second will be the 3DS remake. The third will be Metroid Super Metroid on the SNES. Then we'll go to Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. And if things are willing, we'll start going into the 3D Metroids if we have more time in the month. So be ready. Be there and enjoy yourselves. I can't wait. Just be there. But for the rest of this here week, we're going to be working on Disco Elysium. So with all that said, y'all have heard the church announcements. We are ready to go. Don't miss it. And always remember the channel motto. Intentions are the most important. Actions ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean a damn thing. Y'all take care of yourselves out there. All right. And peace.